Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Enter the zone, the prophecy zone, your end time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21, and there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory and when these things begin to come to pass then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh you are now in the zone so be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord you are in the zone the prophecy zone So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. How y'all doing? This is Phil Armstrong. Hope you're having a wonderful night out there. We're going to quickly have a show talking about the UN vote that is coming in uh, September. It'll be September 20th. The UN will take a vote and uh, they will vote to establish a Palestinian state. And um, we know where that will go after that. Uh, God does not want his land divided. And the only way you can get a uh, Palestinian state is for them to have a capital. And we know the world is going to want to, the world already wants Jerusalem anyway. Um, The three main faiths of the world, uh, Catholic, the Catholic Church for one, but you can, I guess you can, uh, I guess they call themselves Christian. So, um, but uh, I have to say the Catholic faith, uh, the uh, Muslim world, and Judaism, of course. And they, of course, God uh, has given it to Israel, and God also calls it His land. So. Uh, when that division happens, and if the 20th comes around and we see Jerusalem being divided, we know the time is very short. Uh, time is very short. Uh, now, we are going to see in the near future uh, the same thing that happened to Libya, uh, the same thing happened to uh, Iraq, and Possibly somewhat, I don't think it's going to be the same thing we saw in Egypt, which was more peaceful, allowing um, Mubarak just to step down. So, uh, with that being said, uh, the Arab war, war, world agrees that uh, uh, Bashar Assad is next 
and Syria is next. Um, I believe that we are on the pessimist. We are at the end of time. We don't have that much time left. Um, so it's up to us to let the Lord use us in a mighty way. Facebook and, and Twitter and our YouTube especially and Blog Talk Radio are things that we need to be using. Don't be afraid to use. Don't even be afraid to start your yourself a radio program in the next couple of weeks or months or years, depending on we keep going, to, to warn um, the world. God will use you in a mighty way. Just pray about it and see where God um, leads you. Um, so, getting back to the uh, Palestinian state, uh, if the Palestinian state is established, you can look for immediate, immediate uh, judgment on the nation, whoever is involved. Um, now, I'm going to point out some things that uh, are is coming pretty soon on the horizon. Uh, some people might think the things that I talk about is quite strange. Um, however, time will tell. Time will tell if the things that I am talking about will come to fruition or not. I am not a prophet. I don't. Know, I don't claim to be a prophet, but I do analyze things, and along with a lot of you on Facebook, and a lot of you on YouTube, and a lot of people in the world, and a lot of them want Jesus Christ to come back. Um, when I say a lot, I mean a lot of the true church. You say, well, what do you mean the true church? Well, I believe a sign that you are a born again Christian. Um, a big sign is that you want Christ to come back. Now, there are some people who, you know, are true Christians who uh, are ready, but the Bible also told us about uh, people who make it as by fire, meaning they barely made it. And I believe that that may be the case for Christians who are not looking for Christ coming, rather they're looking for the Antichrist, or they're looking for the uh, the beast to come out of the sea, or they're looking for the mark of the beast, or, and they're looking for things that the Bible talks about that only the wicked, um, only the people who God claims uh, to judge. Uh, the Bible says that, that God is mad at the wicked every day. When I say wicked... I'm not talking about somebody walking around with a gun in a trench coat ready to blow somebody's head off or some gang member who tells somebody to get out of their car and still shoot them or someone who constantly goes and robs banks and then and for no reason uh, walking out the door, turn around and shoot shoot the guard uh, for no reason. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about separation from God. Without Jesus... No one uh, will see God. Without repentance, no one will see God. Um, without the cross, without what Jesus did on the cross, without obeying God, no one will see God. But um, the wicked is addressed as those who forget God, those who do not, they, all their thoughts are not made of God. Um, 
I know a lot of your thoughts that are out there on Facebook, uh, and I keep referring to these places because I'm so amazed at uh, the willingness that people want Jesus to come back. Um, the people that I equate with on on these uh, social networks, they want Jesus to come come back. That is a sign that you are a true Christian. He said, "Well, no, it's not because trust me, if you if you're smart enough and you want Jesus to come back, and you're you, I mean you're not a complete moron. Um, you're going to clean yourself up. I mean, not clean yourself. You know, Jesus has to clean it up, but you're going to go to God." And he's gonna want. He's gonna come in. You know, Revelation three twenty. He says, "I'll open, stand at the door and knock. If anybody opens the door, I come in to them." God is gonna clean you up. He ain't gonna come in for nothing. God will not come into your heart. He will not come into your life unless he's gonna clean you up. Um. For for those out there, and I'm changing the subject. For those out there who practice sin, who practice unrighteousness. Who practices a lifestyle of uh, unrighteousness, thinking that the uh, grace of God is so is so 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 graceful that He will allow you to practice whatever you want to practice. You need to wake up now. God will not tolerate you living with your boyfriend or boyfriend living with your girlfriend. God is not going to tolerate that. He just ain't going to tolerate it. And a lot of people think he is. People think that he is going to uh, open his arms and open, open, open arms wide open and and not. That's what Jesus. The first thing Jesus said, and the first thing um, John the Baptist said, was repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. That means turn towards God and practice righteousness. It says in First John um, that he who practices righteousness is of God. He who practices unrighteousness is of the of the devil. That means you consciously you cannot we cannot keep the commandments. We cannot keep um, the commandments. However, because because of the standards that God Jesus gave was. Yeah. I mean, if you were to look at the surface of the Ten Commandments, <coughs> you know, honor thy mother and father, who doesn't honor the I mean, well, a lot of people don't, according to the Bible for the last days. But um, when it says honor thy mother and father, it's not hard. When it says that, you know, don't, don't cover the man's uh, wife, it's not hard. I mean, if you really think about it, um, or don't, you know, commit adultery. I mean, those things are not hard. I mean, the, on the surface, they're not hard. But God broke it down. Jesus broke it down this way. He says, if you even look upon a woman to lust, if you even hate your brother without a cause, passive hate, you are in danger of hellfire. So those those things <laughs> make the Ten Commandments that much more hard. I mean, but you can practice the Ten Commandments. You can actually get away with. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that we're you know males or females are going to look at the opposite sex and and and, and say wow that, that person's pretty. But I'm talking about constant, constant, just looking and looking and looking and looking and looking, and 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 your hormones getting jumping and 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 racing and you're married or you know. 
you can you you can help getting online and chatting with somebody. Trust me, you can help that. Um, pornography. You can help pornography if if you ask for help. Ask God for help. Ask God for help. Ask God for if you if you can't stop drinking, ask God for help. If you can't stop looking upon a woman to lust, ask God for help. The closer you get to God, God ask God to expose these things in you. Ask him ask ask him to show you the hidden things that you don't even know. You know, and and the things that you can't immediately stop asking. He broke a lot of stuff for me, folks. God has broken many things for me, and I, and I find myself chuckling because I still don't. I'm asking God, and I, and I think He revealed this to me that I don't love the way I want to love my fellow man, and I ask God, please just. Give me the power and the strength to love my wife, to love my kids, and to love my fellow man. Because if you look talking about you want to love the fellow man and you don't love your wife and kids, sometimes I'm gonna tell you. Sometimes um, we get caught up, uh, and, and and I'm gonna revert back to what I just started talking about a few minutes ago. Is that we we get caught up in the, you know the church world and we start believing that. Uh, you know, Christianity. I mean, we get caught up in the Christian, Christendom, Christianity, where you go to church and you, you sing in the choir and you you do you know pass off flyers for you know you do all these things, but we forget the relationship, folks. Jesus is for real. He wants to guide us and he wants to shape us. Um, and I got off track. You know, I'm on track. At, the Holy Spirit is going to have you go somewhere, and He's going to have you say what He wants you to say. But folks, we're in the end. We're 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 there. Uh, we're there. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not setting dates or anything like that. But the stuff that I see, folks, we're about to see things that. You have never seen in your lifetime, kind of like nine eleven, but fifty billion times over. You're about to see things that you never thought that you would ever see. Um, caller, I'm not taking any calls tonight. I apologize so much for not taking calls. I'm not going to be taking calls tonight. I'm sorry because the show is so short. I'm trying to get some stuff in. I need to uh, apologize very much to you. Um. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson, inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture, an American Warning Radio, with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think one once people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. 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 
get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's anamericanwarning.com. All right, I'm back. I decided to just cut that commercial short. Oop, we don't have that much time. But um, uh, comment, Eleni. Uh, I, 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 I've done a little research on that, and um, actually a little bit more than a little. And um, I'm not going to say it's not real. I'm not going to say it's. But I, I, I do say this. Um, it is a, it is a dwarf star. Which is the size of well, they, some people are saying that, that the, the uh, let me back up. Um, a uh, a con, uh, astronomer um, by the name of Leonard Eleanine Aline, I think it is something like that, and uh, he discovered a a a object that was in the universe, and he was a he's an amateur. Uh, astronomer, which I don't think he is. I think he knows a little bit more people give him the credit for. And um, he discovered this object that was headed this way. And so now it seems that um, the it seems like NASA <coughs> and the rest of the government is keeping this as quiet as possible. Now, uh, if those out there who have seen Deep Impact. Uh, Deep Impact had a black president, and he had a uh, uh, a guy that was his financial um, uh, uh, in financial position. I forgot what it was. That resigned just like President Obama does. Um, he had uh, the president at on Deep Impact, which played by Morgan Freeman, um, had financial problems also. Uh, there's a lot of coincidences, and by the and not to mention the uh, astronomer was supposed to be a uh, amateur. Now I don't know how much of this is hype, like Y2K, and how much is this, is it for real. But I'm gonna tell y'all this: for them to fake this thing at a time like this, where Rosh Hashanah is sitting there, um, has to be quite impressive at the least. Um, I believe that it is for real. I believe that this thing is true. I think it's a cover-up. Some people think it's a cover-up on the opposite side. They believe that. But one thing that one thing I can say, though, is a lot of people believe that the New World Order uh, uses astrology to plan their uh, their their dates or their ordeals. Um, and um, one of the dates that is specific uh, as far as the, uh, the Elenine's uh, alignment is um, the 22nd day, the 11th month, which is the same time John Kennedy got shot. And another alignment, believe it or not, is um, uh, September 11th. Go figure. But the most strange alignment is during Rosh Hashanah. And uh, you can go look. You can put a punch in the search engine, punch in Elenine, it's spelled E-L-E-N-I-N. And some people say it's a uh, more than a comet. I think it's more than a comet because the thing is pretty huge. <coughs> some people say it's a dwarf star, which is a planet. Now, can you imagine a round planet traveling? <laughs> 
Some people say that it's, a, it's, it's more than just a round planet. Some people say it's a spaceship. Now, if you read the Bible, God is talking, or Peter, Paul is talking, I'm about to say this real quickly, but Paul is talking to the Thessalonians, and they wasn't so sure. <coughs> they thought the day of the Lord already came. And uh, Paul had to explain to them uh what was going on and why didn't why they some of these people were mistaken that the day of the Lord did not come and uh, he said to them that God will send at the time that the world that Jesus was coming back he would send the world a strong delusion that they will believe the lie. And most of your religious church members aren't going to figure that stuff out because they don't study Bible prophecy anyway. <laughs> so when God says, I will send them a, he says, I will. God said, I will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie. What lie? I had one of the brothers that was on um, Facebook say that it was the gospel lie. Well, of course it is. It's part of, of course it's part of that the gospel. But it's much more than the gospel. What happened to the means of people that vanished, which is called the rapture of the church? Say, so, well the word rapture is not in the Bible. Well the word caught up is in the is is there. Just like the world word uh abortion's not there but you shouldn't be getting an abortion. Um so uh, the 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 uh Bible talks about uh, and God is talking. He says, "I should send a strong delusion." Now, after the UN vote on the 20th of September, uh, follows Rosh Hashanah. Now, before all of that stuff, I believe that we will be in a war with Syria, and Damascus may not make it to the 20th uh, of um, of September. Now, here's a thought. What if, and I've heard uh, everybody else say different things, but what if Psalms 83, Isaiah 17, Ezekiel 38 and 39 was within three days of each other? No one has ever said that before. He says, you will hear wars and rumors of wars. Then a few seconds later he says, nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And um, I think what we're looking for is to be have, to have some slack cut for us as far as the church. We're not going to see anything. Nobody nobody thinks we're ever going to see anything. We're going to see something. And I think what God is going to have us do, I believe, this is what I believe. And you don't have to accept this. You don't have to vote for me on this. But I believe that the rapture of the church will happen during Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now, people like Jack Van Empey and all these other brilliant people who got millions of people listening to him, I'm just a, I'm just a moron. I don't know anything. But uh, the book of Ezekiel 38 39 has too many signals that it is before the tribulation period begins. But then you have to look at this. Let's back up to 
Isaiah 17. Now, let's back up to Psalms 83. Psalms 83 starts immediately. If you if you use Isaiah 17 as a bridge to Ezekiel 38-39, so you have you have um, Psalms 83 that happens first, and then as a response, Damascus is taken out during that war, and there's a bridge. If you read the whole Isaiah 17, it says at the end of the chapter, as first it says at the beginning that Damascus is no longer a city. And then at the end of the chapter, it says the nations rush in like a mighty wind. And then it even says, it gives you hints that God defeated those nations. So it's as if Isaiah 17 is connected to Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now don't forget, Psalms 83 comes at the beginning at the, as a bridge. The hookup is Damascus takes now no longer being a, a, a city, and then the hookup at the end of Isaiah 17, which is the nations. Uh, it says before morning he is not, is uh, the hookup for Ezekiel 38 and 39. It's like a bridge, so uh, it's a possibility, folks, that the, this war. Uh, these three wars, or these three books, well, actually, Isaiah 17 is not a war. It, it's a uh, event. But if you read the whole Isaiah 17, it, 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 it does have bits and pieces of war in it. Um, and God destroys those armies at the end of that chapter, which is Ezekiel 38 and 39. So I wouldn't be surprised, folks, if during Rosh Hashanah, God, maybe slightly before Rosh Hashanah, uh, these wars are going on, and God darkens the sun. Not to mention to everybody out there that uh, Elanim will be three times bigger than the earth. So if the Elanim is that big, then it is a possibility that the sun could uh, be darkened and uh, there will be no light on the earth for a specific period of time. Now, um, I'm going to be able to go and keep going for about 30 minutes, I think. Um, I might just go ahead and keep going for the remainder of the show. But um, So it, it is a possibility, folks, that we can be facing a financial um uh, Armageddon in the uh, very near future. Uh, the markets uh, gave signals and signs early August that this was going to be the case. Um, some of the big and smarter bankers are uh, probably some of the honest, or honest bankers are saying that they're giving the U.S. economy a couple of weeks, which is another timing gauge to uh, that see that we are uh, at the end of time. So make sure you're ready. Um, the ten virgins in Matthew 24, uh, five had oil and five didn't. The closeness of God. We need to get closer to God. That is why some of the churches, the church of Laodicea and uh, Revelation chapter 3, um, the Bible says that they're rich and they need of nothing. 
if you look at some of these prosperity churches, it, it would appear to you that the prosperity people need the prosperity from God, but that's not the case uh, because that is their pursuit. Remember he said in uh, Matthews, he says you can only serve one master. So if you're going after the money, which uh, you say you make up another gospel and you say, well, that's what God wants me to do. He wants me to prosper. Well, in that case, Jesus would have been rich. I heard Jesus was rich. He had some Rolls Royce and some jewelry, and he was rich. You didn't hear Jesus was rich. Well, Jesus was not rich. Matter of fact, you had some thief stealing from Judas, the one that portrayed him, stealing from him. Not only did he betray him for 30 pieces of silver, but he probably was stealing from him. Now, did the Bible come out and say, I got to look that up. Did the Bible actually come out and say he was stealing from him? I said he was probably stealing from him. I didn't say he was. But the Bible made it a point to call him a thief every time he held a bag. So, uh, what we are looking at is uh, if you are born again and you love Jesus and you want to see him come, this is a beautiful time for you. But remember, for those who are married and for those who are in a in a position where their spouse uh, does not know Jesus, uh, you, uh, you need to really buckle down and get in your word. Because uh, you need to have Jesus, um, because the enemy is going to try to shake up everything they can shake up, uh, and things that didn't was not even thought of will be thought of at that moment. Um, and, and it's sad to say that, but uh, we're in a, we're in a fight, and the enemy does not want the others. You know, if you marry, you don't want the other spouse to be saved. So, and if you quick temper. He's going to get the other spots to get you ticked off. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go off, and I'm going to talk for a little bit more, and then we're going to go off completely. God bless. Entering the prophecy zone where truth will be reviled. You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white, and truth alive. You're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race of his or her soul, and truth is more stranger than fiction. Wars. The mark of the beast. Israel. The European super state. The rapture of the church. And more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. This is Prophecy Zone Radio. You're entering the Prophecy You're entering the Prophecy Zone. Where truth will be reviled. 
You're entering the zone where truth is more stranger than fiction. You're entering the zone where you'll find that good is evil, blue is red, black is white, truth a lie. You're entering the zone where you'll find that every human is in a race for his or her soul. And truth is more stranger than fiction. Wars, the mark of the beast, Israel, the European superstate, the rapture of the church and more. Don't be afraid to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. This is David Robertson, inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio, Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture at American Warning Radio with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think one people realize that that's on now live Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. America. Warning. America's habit forming. Status habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's A-N-AmericanWarning.com. lays out our future, and host Phil Armstrong examines what the scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible prophecy, may be in danger. What do you need to be rapture ready? I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible, and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left? See more at theprophecyzone.com and youtube.com slash prophecyzone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation period starts. This is The Prophecy Zone. All right, we're back. And um, right quick, we're going to just share a few more minutes with y'all on we are going to have a uh, blessed week. We're going to, and September 1st, uh, we're going to be on on a daily basis. We're going to try to at least be on on a daily basis. And, uh, excuse me, with that being said, uh, we are going to cover as much 
of the news as we can to let you guys know what is going on um, because sometimes it's hard to trust in the news uh, and your local news is the only thing you can trust and most of the time the only thing they're talking about is murder if you ever noticed that, but the local news gives more accurate news than the national news. I'm pretty sure that the national news has their uh, CIA uh, advisors sitting there telling them what to say. Because prior to 9-11, they at least had some type of a brain. And now it seems like the news is uh, it's much more watered down. I mean, I mean, it's always been watered down since I've been, uh, since the 90s, but it's really watered down now, folks. Um, and that's not too funny at this point because misinformation uh, can lead you down the wrong uh, place uh, where you don't want to go. Uh, so uh, the Bible talks about... Uh, the loving uh, it, uh, it says in the revelation that people love their life unto death meaning uh, that they were not willing to lose their life for the for Jesus and uh, there's going to come a time where the Antichrist <coughs> will ask everyone to take a mark the false prophet actually would ask everybody to take a mark on behalf of the Antichrist to worship the Antichrist in his system. Um, if you care what your relatives think right about now, uh, you're probably in trouble already. And if you can't serve God right now, and uh, you're laughing at what I'm saying, and you think what I'm saying is crazy, then you're probably in trouble right about now. You say, well, oh, how's that? How's that the case? Well, first of all, what I'm saying, I, I don't care if you like what I'm saying or not. However, there comes a time where being ashamed of the gospel will have its consequences later on if you miss the rapture of the church. Oh, yeah, by the way, a lot of people don't believe in the rapture of the church, so uh, that's a different story by itself. If if you don't believe in the rapture of the church, is there a possibility? Uh, stay with me now. Don't jump on my bones. Don't beat me up yet until, I, until I'm finished saying what I'm going to say. Um, if you don't believe that there's a rapture, uh, is there a possibility um, that you can say, well, I don't believe in the rapture, but you love Jesus enough. Now, if you love Jesus enough, wouldn't he tell you that there was a rapture? Or if you love Jesus enough, wouldn't he tell you there wasn't a rapture? So all the people who believe that there is a rapture is headed to hell. And all the people who hell on earth first, and all the people who believe that there isn't a rapture is headed to hell also, oh no, they're not because they. Well, hold on for a second. So the people who believe that there is not a rapture will have to go to the tribulation period, 
And the people who believe that there is a rapture will have their feelings hurt and become very suicidal because there is no rapture. Because Jesus, or God himself, did not stand by his character. And his character was to rescue Israel when they were uh, obedient. Remember, they got uh, they got into a battle, and, Abra- and, and Moses had to have uh, his brother, his brother, uh, and his uh, brother-in-law hold his arms up. Um, and every time he held, they got really tired of holding his hands up, and he got tired of having his hands held up too. And uh, every time they would take their hands down, they would start losing the fight. And every time they had they had their hands up, they would win. But keep in mind, this is a big guy. Moses is a big guy, and he's having these these his brother-in-law and his brother his brother-in-law and his brother hold his hands his arms up. As long as he held that staff and then arms up, they were winning. What's my point? Obedience. Find me in the Bible where Israel was obedient to God and they received his wrath still. Besides Jesus, Jesus was the only one that was obedient to God and received God's wrath in place of us. So, when Jesus says stuff and people ignore it, and remember in Revelations, it, 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 I know that's human, 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 human uh, standpoint. But when when it, when the Bible has it in red, it's mostly time it's Jesus speaking. So in re- most Bibles in Revelations, uh, it's Jesus speaking when he says, "I shall keep you out of the time of testing that's coming upon the whole world." Now. People will go through and fight this ridiculous fight to explain why uh, Christians will be here, but they will not be touched. So let me get this straight. The Antichrist frustrates the saints, but he leaves Christians alone. I thought Christians were saints. So there are millions of people in heaven praying for the people on earth now, how did those people in heaven get up there to pray for the people on earth? Oh, they were the people who were dying in the tribulation period. But you said that there was nobody getting saved in the tribulation period because it was too late. You have to play around with the numbers a lot, folks. So, Jesus says, and Paul's the writer, he says, God has not appointed us to wrath in Thessalonians. He says, he says, uh, he has not appointed us to wrath. Actually, technically, you know what? My kids tore out some of my pages. So I'm here. I am looking for the looking for it, and the page is missing. I got a couple of Bibles around the house, and this one I got downstairs. They ripped the page out. <laughs> but um, God is God says He has not appointed us to wrath, folks. Now, when He says He has not appointed us to wrath, that's a universal uh, appointment. When He says us, now humans, individuals are judged in eternity. The countries 
in providences and states and whatever groups of larger people are judged in history. So for him to say he has not acquainted us to wrath, that means he is talking about a universal punishment. He has not accounted us to a universal punishment. Also, when you look at Revelations chapters 1 through 3, you'll notice the word church mentioned 19 times. But after that chapter, after chapter 3, it is not mentioned again until chapter 22. So, let's think about that. So, a lot of times you can always tell who's right and who's wrong by the by the attitudes, by the fruit. Have, I don't know how many people out there <coughs> who are pre-trivers who have gotten attacked by post-trivers and mid-trivers. Mostly post-trivers. They want to be through the whole tribulation. You know, those mid-trivers really don't bother you as much. Look at the fruit. Look how vicious they are towards people who believe in there is a rapture. Now, think about Christianity. Think about Jesus for a second. Think about the the New Testament, how it warns you of attitude problems, attitude problems, attitude problems. So if you got an attitude problem, it's revealing something deeper inside of you where the pre-tribbers really don't argue. The, you notice pre-tribbers don't really. Now, you probably say, well, what are you doing now? Well, I, I'm, I'm apologetically, I, I am defending the point of view without wanting to kill somebody. Because I notice that a lot of times, especially going on blog talk radio, most of these people want to kill you. I mean, they, these people are vicious as if the rapture of the church is a bad thing and it's supposed to, we need to go to the tribulation period to be refined. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. He said, it is finished. What's finished? The atonement. It's finished. That means nothing follows. He just got to get, take me off his cross Put me in the grave so I can rise again. Yeah, now now the death, burial, and resurrection need to be taken into account because we need a risen Christ. He's no longer in the in the tomb, folks. He is risen. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, ready to come back. He is risen. There was some uh, activity um, on the dep- uh, dot com in the Palestinian. There was a Palestinian. There was a terrorist attack uh, on Israel. The Palestinian terrorist attack in Tel Aviv injures seven. Now, it looks like to me that there is no ceasefire or no truth. And see, Israel in the, on the twentieth of September will not go as a partner. They would not go as a partner uh, in the Middle East. There, there, there is that. That's, when they go to the UN, sponsored by or or in charge by Lebanon, go figure, and Qatar. I think Qatar is a good guy, but I've been stationed there for a while. But that's that's yet to be seen. Um, these are Arabs who are running 
uh, the UN. And go figure, the Antichrist is going to rise pretty soon. And all you people who believe that 2012 is the date or the time we go to, maybe you're right. But from what I see, I don't think you are. So, fall in love with Jesus, folks. We need to fall in love with him. He's the he's the he's the bride he's the bridegroom. He's he's coming back to to receive the five virgins with oil in their lamps. He, he he's coming back for someone who's prepared. Because if you say, um, well, there is no rapture, and it's not, and it's it's at the end of the tribulation period. You're gonna look for all these signs. And you're going to know the exact day because the Bible gives you the exact day, the 1260, 1290. It gives you the exact day, the exact time. So when we look at these things, we're going to see all the signs and we're going to know. I'm talking about we're going to know who the Antichrist is. We're going to be looking for the Antichrist rather than looking for Jesus Christ. It is an imminent time. Now, what about you people who believe that he's going to come back on Rosh Hashanah? I think he is going to come back on Rosh Hashanah. I don't know what day and hour, but I know when he's going to be at the door. It's a two-day event. You got 42, you got 30, you got you got 24 time zones. You also got, you actually got 42, 48 time zones because it's a two-day event at the last Trump. So, I don't know. But don't also don't don't forget that if you if you're sitting there looking for Rosh Hashanah, what if the two witnesses see the see the uh, start see the moon a little bit earlier? And folks, I know this sounds so far fetched and so impossible to believe, and so for some people, so good to believe. I wish I wish I would have just got saved, honestly. Because then if I found this out six months ago and, I, and it took me six months to figure all this out, and I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Jesus might be coming back. Folks, don't get caught up in this world. Don't get, don't get caught up with your, the, the people around you and the rest of the people in the world who don't believe in this stuff. And then say, because uh, it's a subconscious war. It's a war where you're going to be thinking, well, nobody else thinks this is important. Just my moronic cousin named Phil Armstrong, or my moronic friend named Phil Armstrong, a moronic friend that lives down the street that always come up in the store trying to witness to somebody. He only knows. But uh, besides, but trust me, in the real world, the real world scenario, only the few get rich. Only the few get successful. Only the few get famous. Heck, there's only a few people that can have over four babies at the same time. Oh, that's not good anyway. There's uh, only the few can be engineers. Only the few can be doctors. Only the few can be lawyers. Not everybody did you walk outside and see at the grocery store lawyers, doctors, football players, NFL. Only the few. Well, Jesus said only the few will be saved compared to the total creation. Only the few. People crack me up when they when they talk about well, God back in the Old Testament, God will let 
let he went into the whole villages. Uh, he let Israel go into the villages and wipe out complete villages, and, and it wasn't just Israel; it was other nations doing it too. Uh, but uh, what was the curious is that the babies were uh, under the age of accountability. I mean, you, you want him to kill? You want him to kill babies? That's not right. Well, are you serious? Like the one guy on, on YouTube. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> we got abortion. You you know that, right? Oh, that's right. You can't see the baby, so it's it's fine. What you can't see is what you, yeah, you can't see it, so it's it's fine, perfectly fine. Oh, I'm a Christian. I voted for Barack Obama. And then how do you how? Okay, this is one. This is this is the time where people. Well, all my critics are right when I when I jabber on, but uh, how do you how? And I'm talking to everybody, um, Republicans too, sort of. But how do you vote for how how are you a Christian and vote for a Democrat who believes in abortion? And then how are you a Christian who votes for a Republican who don't do nothing about abortion? Well, they might not let him uh, run again. Well, it didn't hurt George Bush Senior, did it? He's still kicking it. He didn't die of a broken heart because he didn't win presidency again. Kick him out. I would I would throw away my vote before I. Uh, I'm not the perfect person in the world. I I I must say that I I repent. I I need I need Jesus. I I need I need First John one nine. I need to be cleansed by the blood. But I have to say this, folks. I would th- well, you would throw away your vote. You're not an American. Hey, it's a privilege to vote. It's not. I, I don't have to vote. That's what makes it so good. So you making it seem like I have to vote. I don't have to. I could throw away my vote if I wanted to. Or you're not a citizen. You want to bet? So you're going to force me to vote to be a citizen? So now i got to vote to be a citizen. I thought it was the other way around. I'm a citizen, therefore I can vote. Well, you're not a... I can hear Republican Bush. George Bush. Bush. I voted for... I voted for... I voted for Clinton once, and I voted for Bush once, and I said, man, I can't do it no more. I don't care about history. I kind of knew who, uh, I, I was kind of happy that we had a black president for about five minutes because I knew what Obama was going to do, which is absolutely nothing. Actually worse than that. But we need to pray for a president regardless if he does anything or not. His job was to destroy, it's a kamikaze. His job was to destroy the United States. They they let him be president so he can do that. Um, he's going to vote against Israel. Um, or he's going to sustain for voting. Um, I'm sorry, what did I say? Vote against Israel? No, he's going to sustain from voting. And trust me, through God's eyes, uh, we might hope that sustaining from the vote is not where God says you you you, you backstab Israel, because it says in um, Genesis chapter 12 that he who blesses Israel is blessed, and he who curses Israel is cursed. And that is part of the reason why this country has been so blessed for so long. But now, but now, we on the twentieth of September, two thousand and eleven, will put 
will pull the plug on the life support system that the United States has had. We have lost our way in our communities. We've lost our way in our families. We've lost our way in the church. The church is gone. Christendom. Christlam. How in the heck are you going to mix Christianity with Islam? It's like trying to mix ice cream with doo-doo. It don't mix. <laughs> this don't mix, folks. <sighs> and then you guys get mad at me because I bring some weird truth. And and, and trust me, UFO. I've I've just I, my son's room is right next to my office downstairs, and I, I listen to his shows at nighttime when he sleeps and. They've been selling the UFO comment thing so much that the meteor is hitting. The meteor is going to hit the earth, you know, on the, the Disney Channel. I mean, I've heard, I've heard that like almost five. I, I know they probably play a lot of reruns, but I've heard that like almost four or five times in the last month. So somebody's trying to sell something to somebody. The American people are being sold up the creek without a paddle. Um, we're being sold. Uh, Alien invasion. Oh no, it's not time yet. We still got another three billion years before Jesus comes back. And there's some churches that do that. There's some churches that actually believe that. Where is the promise of his coming? Since our forefathers fell asleep, well, we always been saying he was coming back, but he is, did not come back. He's not coming back now. He would never. He's going to come back in 2012. No, he ain't. He's going to come back in 2050. Oh, we don't know. Let's just eat, drink, and be married and be prosperous for you for you purpose-driven people. I have a purpose. I have a God has a purpose for me, for me to go and make millions of dollars and become a lawyer and stuff where I can just move to Bermuda and, and, my, and be selfish and get selfish her. Get selfish her a word. Oh, I just love life. I love life, too. I'm a happy person. You think it's the end of the world's coming. <laughs> I'm a very happy person. As long as... I'm not going to get in trouble. I was going to say something. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> it's coming, folks. It's coming. Um, please pray for your leaders. Um, and on the real tip, uh, Jesus, Jesus died on the cross for us. And he rose again after three days. And he did this because we can't. He did this because he loved us. And he still loves us. He is alive today. And he knows the very hairs on your head. He knows you. And he wants to help you. For those who say that I have too much junk in my trunk, I I got too many devices, vices, and I can't I can't serve God. I got to clean myself up before I get to God. You can't clean yourself up, my friend. You can't. That is why He died on the cross. He died for me and you and everyone else that have ever existed, and He wants. You to be in heaven, heavenly kingdom with him for eternity. He don't want you to die and go to hell. 
I've had friends and family members who have entered into eternity not knowing Jesus. And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to die and go to hell. I want you to be right with me walking the streets of gold. Sounds corny, but it is going to happen. And it could be pretty soon. So if you don't know Jesus, ask him to come into your heart. The Holy Spirit will enter into your heart and he will be your Lord and Savior. Don't just believe for temporarily for five minutes or ten minutes or five days or ten days, but believe truly that you're born again. That live a lifestyle to change. Ask Jesus. He's the only one going to bring real change. Ain't no man going to bring no real change in your life. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. God is the only one who can save you. For all my listeners, I I I I am praising God for you every day. I'm praying for my listeners. I have thousands of listeners, and if God would have prevented, I probably would have millions. But it's not about me. It's not about me. If it was about me, I would. Trust me, it's not about me. It's not about me. He must increase that I may decrease. I, I must decrease. If I can't decrease, if I can't get out the way and let Jesus get in the way, I'm just doing things for no reason. So I'm asking you now to pray and ask Jesus into your heart that you may be used in these last few minutes of time. You say, well, how can I be used? You have family, you have friends, you have people around you that you can communicate and get them to know what is going on. It is time, folks, to wake up out of our slumber. The hours have already been spent. The minutes are few. It is time for us to get off our butts and get to work in these last couple of days. Start a radio program. Get on the YouTube. Do something. Go talk to your neighbor. Correct. Find find out what Jesus really is about. Don't take the preacher's word for it. Don't take the preacher's word for it. Pick up your Bible for yourself. Galatians chapter 1 talks about another gospel. Make sure you are in the faith. Make sure you have the right gospel. Not some pie-in-the-sky gospel that can give you Jesus. God is supposed to be a sugar daddy. He's going to give you anything you want. Don't let that happen. God loves you, but he does not love you. He, he loves you to the point to not leave you the same way. That love is not love if he's going to not change you. God does not want you to stay the same way. He loves you so much, folks, he does not leave you the same way you came in. He will produce fruit through the Holy Spirit. Jesus is coming back soon. I don't know how else to put it. 
there's going to be some strange things happening in the next couple of weeks, days and weeks. And if you don't have the word in you, if you're not prayed up, if you're not walking with Christ, it can become a hard time. If you're focused on the things of this world, what it says in First John 2.15, love not the world or the things in the world. These things are passing away, folks. These things are passing away. He says that all these, in, in the book of Peter, it says all the, all the things that you see will be burnt up. It reminds me of a white car that we used to have. It was a Grand Prix. It was white. It was beautiful. But there's no sign of it now. We, my mom and my dad used to drive it in the 70s. I think it was the 70s, maybe even the 60s. I still remember it, so it might have been a little bit probably in the 70s. I don't even think there's a a screw left from that car. So why would we fall in love with materialistic things? We should not fall in love with materialistic things, but we should fall in love with Christ. But thank you for tuning in. We're going to be doing things differently in the next couple of weeks, next couple of days and weeks. We're going to really lay lay the groundwork for reading the articles carefully and and giving the information. But we're going to try to keep it as friendly as possible, not um, people to panic and we're not to panic. The, the Bible tells, says God love casts all perfect love casts all fear, and the Bible says that the fear will not inherit the kingdom of God. We're not to be fearful. God has our back. God knows the very hair no hair on our head. He knows He knows when the bird hits the ground all over the place all at the same time, and that we we serve a great God. We serve a powerful God. We serve a God that when this meteor or, or planet or whatever the heck comes between the sun and the moon, the sun and the earth, blackening off the light for three days, and all these weird things going to be happening. A lot of people are listening to me right now probably think I'm with this dude the cuckoo clock. Okay, we're going to see. But I have no vendetta. I have no chip on my shoulder. I really don't care. But one thing I'm going to tell y'all is I don't have chat rooms no more and probably never have one again. Um, I'm not looking for anybody to agree with me, but folks, somebody's not reading their Bible carefully. Um, It is not about me fighting with somebody and arguing with somebody. And every five seconds I try to open up a chat room, the harmony is broken. Uh, When somebody says, well, I don't care if somebody disagrees with me, well, that's you. I don't mind somebody disagreeing with me, but the thing is that the same people keep doing it over and over again. And it's like they're playing games and they and they come into your chat room and they want to fuss and argue about everything that your guest says and you says. And there's no harmony there. And you know what? I'm starting to think that maybe I am supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing because I got opposition. 
what about the person who does not have opposition? Hmm. Maybe they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they're blessed. Blessed with the good chat room. Um, but it's going to be nice, folks, to meet some of y'all in the sky in the twinkle of an eye at the last trump. Um, the trumpet of God will sound and the dead in Christ will rise, come out of the grave. <laughs> and uh, we will go to heaven and we will be joyfully praising God the whole time. I want to find out. I, one thing I want to find out, and hopefully God don't kick me back down to earth again, is I want to find out when I get up there. I want to somebody can, you, well, that's an idol. I, I don't even want to say it. Somebody can say, well, you know the Lions won the Super Bowl? <laughs> I told my wife, they probably win. The Raptors probably going to be here if they won the Super Bowl. I'm telling you right now, if the Lions won the Super Bowl, then um, yeah, well, it's probably the end time. I mean, but um, I, I bet you we get up there to heaven. We probably be like, who's the Antichrist now? Who's the Antichrist? Um, everybody thinks they they can spot the Antichrist. Um, they, you know, we we've been coming up with names, and I say we, <laughs> we've been coming up with names, Juan Carlos. And that was mine. I, I thought Juan Carlos was Spain, uh, but Spain was the Antichrist. You couldn't tell me nothing. Um, uh, you know, Prince Charles. And some people, you can't tell them nothing. Prince Charles is the Antichrist. Obama, Barack Obama is the Antichrist. You can't tell them nothing. You can't tell them nothing. But uh, if you if you read the most, if you read the part where it says in um, Daniel chapter seven that he should have a look more stout than his fellows. And another part, I think it was in Daniel chapter 11, says that he is the king of fierce features. And um, I've never heard anybody put that the right way yet. I mean, you don't even really need a concordance or a dictionary to find out that the king of fierce features, meaning he looks tough. And... um, I think Juan Carlos could have been an uh, he he could have been an antichrist if he, at a younger age. Uh he he had a fierce look. Um but uh we are not told to look for the antichrist and that's the beauty of the thing. And I'm so glad we're not told to look for him uh because we're going to sit up here and we're going to oh, you know, want to see the antichrist. Uh I don't care about the Antichrist, really. Um, I, I have other things to think about, like uh, family and friends and getting to know Jesus and, and coming to know uh, the true God of the universe. Because God is God is love, but God is a God of judgment also. He, he cannot stand... Uh, for us to uh, sit up and uh, not, uh, you know, love our neighbor as ourselves. Um, but God bless you because I'm starting to run off on the mouth. I got to get used to being uh, doing these shows at nighttime. Uh, it's it's hard to just 
especially after having sleep deprivation for a while. Uh, not to be, I wasn't really deprived of sleep, but I've been sort of uh, staying up a lot lately, and I'm just exhausted from. Uh, and I and I wish I was exhausted from doing a radio program. Because trust me, in about a couple of days, I'm probably going to be exhausted because I'm going to try my best to give y'all the best information that I possibly can. And right now, I have no idea how long this show is, um, and how long this show is. I think it's said two hours, uh, 17 minutes, but I'm going to go ahead and take another break, and I'll be right back. This is Prophecy Zone Radio. What you just heard was an actual recording of my daughter's heartbeat within my womb. And ever since my husband Jeff saw our moving, active, vibrant daughter by way of live ultrasound image and heard her precious heartbeat within the womb, he's been horrified that we as a society legally kill our children at this stage of life. As a society, we legally kill our children. This is the greatest human rights issue of our day. To join in the conversation, Fridays, 9 to 11, visit WeKillChildren.org and find the show. That's WeKillChildren.org. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're listening to the Prophecy Zone. Unblock Talk Radio. Now we don't go blowing up people and killing our enemies because God never told us to do so, but we're literalists in our interpretation of what the Bible says. We believe it verbatim, we believe it verse by verse, chapter by chapter, and we live accordingly. So why is that so hard to believe that Muslims would do the same because the Quran puts no limitations on the violence and the war against those who stand opposed to Islam, where the, the Bible and the New Testament, especially in grace under which we live, Jesus never mandates that we do such a thing. So, you know, they're literalists and we are literalists. Theirs causes them to be violent. Rapture Ready Radio, live on Tuesday and Saturday, and the BB Report live on Thursday. Visit www.raptureadyradio.com for more show information. Hey, everybody out there. My name is Phil Armstrong, and I'd like to invite y'all to join us on the Prophecy Zone every Thursday and Sunday as we talk about the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about world events like the Mark of the Beast, Israel, Middle East peace talks, Middle East wars. We're going to be talking about things like the end-time generation that we live in because we are living in the final days. So join us on the Prophecy Zone.
the zone. The Prophecy Zone, your end time watchman, bringing you light in a dark world where truth is rivaled with a lie and the matrix is normal life. Luke 21. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud, with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. You are now in the zone. So be ready to enter the light or truth about the end of days, so you will be ready for the coming of the Lord. You are in the zone, the prophecy zone. So join us for the next hour as we look at world events in line with Bible prophecy, so you'll be informed and be ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. All right, so join us uh, every uh, Sunday night as we talk about Bible prophecy and every Thursday. But in September, I'm probably going to take, give the ladies a break, the hosts a break since they've been doing it for so long, give them a break for the whole month of September and ask them to come back in and help me out as much as they can um, to do a show on the news um, and leave the days free. So Brenda Johnson and Christina Week. And uh, Susan Puzio, uh, and uh, also um, because I think this is uh, the most important month coming up in the history of mankind, besides when Jesus was walking the face of the earth, which technically it um, happened in the fall. I mean, in the spring, and it was the spring feast, um, and um, the. Uh, the the the, the uh, another important time was of course uh, when Jesus was born, um, and it's probably the same 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 um, makeup is the time that we're trying to face now because there was a star in the sky. Um, some people out there who don't believe that um, Calvin Elenin uh, or Dor Star Elenin. It's weird. Well, there was a comment to notify people, the the wise men, that uh, Jesus was born. Uh, but this common element is no, is no uh, weakling, uh, to say the least. Uh, I don't I don't think it's it's going to be anything that is weak uh, that will uh, cause us to fall asleep. Uh, I think that, that the people who are will be so engulfed in the things that are happening that a lot of people won't even know that Jesus is going to come back unless they listen to radio shows like this and a few of them on Blog Talk Radio and uh, look, look at videos that are on YouTube and Facebook. You know, and they just won't know. Now, um, here is uh, something I would love for y'all to do. Is if y'all like the show, uh, Facebook is on Blog Talk Radio. Um, Facebook is wherever you um, wherever you see the module to listen to the show. <coughs> Facebook is uh, that way um, more people listen. 
And uh, also, uh, check out our website at www.pzrn.org, pzrn.org. And we are going to start uh, posting tomorrow morning uh, again because things are starting to pick up big time. And also, I'm going to have a real quick a radio uh, station uh, broadcasting three hours a day. Uh, if I can go that long, I just did two hours with no problem. However, uh, right now I'm trying to waste another 10 minutes. And I say, he <laughs> said, wait. Well, I'll try to drag it out to 10 minutes so the show will be even. Um, but uh, I don't know if I was going to make it that long. And I'm I'm talking because I'm sleepy. But um, www.pzrn.org or www.prophecyzoneradionews.com. And uh, go there and uh, check out some news. We got news there. Uh, no videos yet, but we got news that um, that is going to be even. It's going to be updated tomorrow morning, um, and we're going to uh, go from there. And uh, also tweet us if you got a chance. Um, we've been on air for two years, and uh, I knew that I would be here to see. The end times, and, and and the thing is, the proof is is in the pudding. The proof is right now. Uh, even though we had the hurricane, there's nothing. The, the wind is calm towards the individual individual American. Um, the wind is calm. The birds are singing. The sun is up. Then you know, there's another day tomorrow. And so, for those who will listen to this program. Uh, and see these things start popping off in September, you know that, hey, I wasn't bluffing. I was telling you, and I'm not trying to take credit. I'm just saying, uh, am I saying listen to me for the rest of the way? Yeah. If things start popping off in September, uh, and this is not a Harold Camping message. This is truth. The evidence is there. You just don't see it. If you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. Uh, and, and, and the thing is, is that... Uh, even if Americans saw it, we are so blessed in our past that prosperity has made us cocky. Uh, and also the blessings of God and the protection of God because we supported Israel um, has made us cocky. So now when you talk to Americans, especially in the military, I remember so I was overseas in Qatar and I was stationed there and we were sitting up when we were talking and uh that's when I was not saved. Uh, we were talking, and uh, I was talking about nine eleven, and it was an inside job, and blah blah blah. And these guys want to beat me up. I was like, man, if you don't know now, you're not gonna figure it out. That uh, and these guys were cocky. I mean, and I believe that all great nations come to an end. So you're sitting up here talking to me, and we're two hundred. Uh, 70 years, less than that. And uh, you sit up here telling me that nobody can take the United States down. Look at our policies. Eventually, somebody's going to take us down even without betraying Israel. Now, imagine if we had betrayed Israel. Our, our, our financial policies are, are just totally is moronic to create money out of thin air. What did uh, uh, Alan Greenspan say when he was on a show a couple of weeks ago he says 
All we have to do is just print the money. That's it. Nothing nothing else. We just have to print the money. And one of the guys that was uh, in the administration looked at him like he's crazy. I think he was in the administration. But how are you going to look at him like he's crazy when the administration, that's, that's, what, that's what Barack Obama believed in. And all these African Americans who worshiping this guy don't even know his history, don't even know his past. And will dog you out in a minute. They know you, though. You're you're their you the son and the cousin and the friend and the been around for ages. Helped them out when they ain't got no gas. Oh, you know, the, you how dare you? They kill you for talking about Barack Obama. You know, but uh, I'm not gonna talk about. It. You'll never hear me on this show talk dogging out the president of the United States. I call him for the president Obama. If I call him Obama, I apologize. Uh, uh, sometimes I call him Obama. I mean, you know, I mean, but most of the time I call him President Obama, or President Bush, or President Clinton. I still call them President, even when they're not President. Does that mean I'm honoring their position? I guess, but I still think they're. I still think Barack, President Barack Obama, is a terrible president. How about that? I don't care what color he is. How you don't care? How you gonna care what color the dude is when you dogging out your your relatives and your sisters and gossiping about? I mean, think about that for a second. You don't know Barack Obama. You don't know you don't you don't know nothing about him. I mean, but you know your sister, your cousin, your friend, your mother. Oh, I mean, you dogged them on the RB. Talk about him like a dog. Oh, OJ Simpson, he didn't do it. Leave that man alone. He ain't do it. How you know he ain't did it? That's why he in jail now, because he probably did the first time or had somebody else do it. So how you know that? I don't know. I'm ignorant. <laughs> I just had a feeling. It's just the stuff that I was listening to, because I listened to the trial every day for O.J. Simpson, the first trial back in 91. I don't know when it was, 92, 93, 94. And, uh, I, I mean, the stuff was just too ridiculous. That farming dude wanted to frame him so bad that he messed up the the uh, investigation. But uh, I think O.J. Simpson, from the stuff that I heard, I think he done it. But I'm not. I mean, if he was innocent, they marked him innocent because of the the evidence was messed up, kind of like Casey Anthony. I mean, come on, man, you know. But but all I can say is just pray for O.J. Just pray for Casey Anthony. Just pray for these people. Uh, and uh, also one more thing before we go off Remember that uh, to pray for your uh, Nation, pray for the president Pray for Congress But uh, if you get sleepy when you're praying Just remember that you're getting attacked If, you, if you're praying And you figure and, and you're sitting there praying And all of a sudden you got to do the laundry Or you you know You come up with this idea Let me get up and make sure the door is shut And Somebody gonna come in the house and kill you. Yeah, you might want to get up. <laughs> of course, if you're praying, that'd be the perfect way to go. But um, just make sure y'all know that we're we're uh, most things are in this enemy territory, even Bible reading. And I never hear any preachers preach that Bible reading is enemy territory. Why would God? Why would Why would Satan want you to read the Bible? It's beyond me. He he don't. He, the Bible says my people perish for lack. Of knowledge is also distorted knowledge, meaning the devil don't want you reading the Bible. The devil don't want y'all reading the Bible, folks. He don't. That's not his prized possession. 
for y'all to read the Bible. His time is short. He don't want nobody. He wants you to go to hell just like he going to hell. So if that's not motivation to pick up your Bible, then at least think that Jesus could be coming back in the next couple of days. Don't wait until the last minute until you you got all the evidence in the world. Uh, Baltimore just blew up or, you know, Kentucky fried chicken just got shot at. I mean, come on. <laughs> Don't wait until the last minute. Rock Shoshana for y'all people out there who know about it. Don't wait till the last minute before y'all repent. Repent now. Because what you're wearing right now spiritually, your clothes, whatever you're wearing spiritually as far as what, what you're doing, your your walk, your your cleanness, is is what you're gonna be wearing for the rest of eternity. So when you when you're walking with God, you're you're purified and you're clean, and you deal with the ten virgins that are wise. There, you clean your garments. You're gonna be shining as bright as the stars. But you who fool it has all kinds of gall. You remember it says that I, such and such has no has no gall, meaning he has no trickery. That's why he said David was a man. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. You know you got Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 